0: The following is a paid presentation by Arnold Zweig of Scotia McLeod. The opinions expressed are provided for general information purposes only and should not be construed as advice from CJAD 800 or Bell Media. Listeners should always consult their own financial advisor with questions or concerns.
1: Dollars and Cents with Arnie Zweig, Director of Wealth Management, Scotia McLeod.
0: minus 7 right now in downtown Montreal. A little bit colder with the wind chill. Thank you so much for joining us. It's Kelly Alexander with you, your host, alongside... Arnie Zweig, Senior Wealth Advisor, Director of Wealth Management. Um, So happy to have you again, Uh, Arnie. I haven't seen you in like two months.
2: Yeah, it's been a while. It's
0: been a while. But you look great. You've been swimming, I hear. Well, uh, yeah, moving. We have, you know, (laughs) I
2: barely float, but it's in the water and it's healthy.
0: That's all that matters, (laughs) uh, especially as the holidays approach and we all eat too much. So very good. Uh, So I know we've got some amazing things to talk about tonight. We have a couple of guests. Uh, Ernie Furt is here. Uh, We're going to get to him with regards to um, lots of tax business. Right. Tax planning. does
2: end stuff he's, yeah he's In, the man
0: important to get to that and we're also right now um, joined by uh, a, a very special guest um Vicus Gautum uh, who's CEO of uh, Burla Sun Life uh, asset management and he's joining us from Dubai and so I will let you get going with him right away I'm very excited to uh, to talk to Vicus because it sounds like he's got lots to say as we round out 2017.
2: yeah Vicus, you there hello oh
0: let's see let's see if he's oh
2: uh, we lost we him, lost
0: this. him so he'll call back from dubai from
2: dubai which he, what's
0: the time difference do you know ernie? it's
2: the middle of the night okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe he, he fell asleep
2: that's right his head Pan-holed. fell on his head fell on the receiver <laughs> and hung up on us
0: that's awesome so we'll, i'm sure he'll call us back and we'll get to him right away so um would you like to, to get going a little bit with ernie or well, what would you like it, to do or,
2: or you know we could juggle but i don't think that makes for good radio
0: okay so you tell me where you want to go
2: okay we'll talk
0: to ernie Ernie. Hi, thank you so much can you actually just lean into your microphone a little certainly. bit. There we go. So, Ernie Furt, tax partner Fuller for Landau, and Ernie, uh, where do you want to start with Ernie? Yeah. So,
2: you know, Ernie's uh, been a tax partner, tax specialist for 20 plus years, and uh, really uh, can help us understand a lot of things that are going on in the in the news. And number one, it's uh, that's in the headlines today are certainly the uh, U.S. tax reform. And uh, you know, a lot of people in Canada have been hearing things about tax reform for quite a while. But the U.S. tax reform is is uh, a headline, and I think we should have Ernie comment on that.
0: Okay, perfect, Ernie.
1: I think it's quite interesting what they're doing down in the states in, in terms of reducing the tax rates uh, for for corporations uh, down to twenty one percent, as opposed to what it was thirty five before. Okay, so that's quite. Quite the change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as Canadians, we do have investments in the states. Some of us, some of the listeners are Americans as well, so that would affect them too. Um, they didn't repeal state tax like they were talking about mm-hmm. because before there was an exemption of about $5,450,000 if memory serves for this year. Now they doubled the exemption to 10000000 So that's a good thing. You know, the, so you're, you're taxing the ultra-rich and effectively the max rate on that estate tax would be in and around 40%. You know, there's 1,000 pages of legislation, so there's a lot of stuff in here. Um, you know, that's part of the, the, those are the key things. Some of the stuff, they, they have passed through entities in the states, which are like S-corporations and so sole proprietorships, partnerships, limited liability corporations are pass-throughs. They're going to tax that at a different rate. So that So that is now, you know, going to a higher rate. You know they they have different depreciation deductions, incentives to buy assets. So you have to you should wait to buy corporate assets in the states uh, that are depreciables till 18. So just a couple of weeks, and then you can buy those computers or whatever machinery you require to run your business. Uh, they're going to limit any loss deductions. Like in Canada, when we have a loss in a corporation, we can deduct that loss against a hundred percent of profit for the next year. So in other words, if our loss exceeds our profit, we can deduct it and pay zero tax on that profit because we're carrying forward a loss. In the US, they want to limit that to only 80% of the profit now. So, sorry. So no, go so, ahead.
2: so you know, how does that really affect us?
1: It does it, it, it does it how does it affect us? Because when we're looking to invest, a lot of times we look to invest towards the states. And we may look to different types of entities to invest in. The way it works right now, a Canadian, when they want to invest into the U.S., shouldn't invest in an LLC because it doesn't work with the treaty. And there's a lot of LLC investments out there, and the Americans are pushing it because it works for Americans, but it doesn't work for the Canadians. So you shouldn't do that. An S-corp, that's not something that you can own because an American has to own an S-corp. Limited sh- partnerships, not a problem. Okay. You just get more problems when you have limited liability partnerships, triple LPs, that kind of stuff you shouldn't own. And another vehicle that people use is the C Corporation, which is taxed. That was the one that was taxed at the high rate of 35. Now, when you look at Canada Quebec rate, corporately, non small business deduction, basically 26.8% to 30. 37 down there or 35 down there that's quite the difference but now when you're looking to 20 you can you can work with it 20 plus a state tax say of five to seven so the rates are more commensurate with uh, with Canadian rates and more commensurate with most of the world's tax rates so that makes the U.S. more competitive they're also moving to a territorial tax system whereby they will not tax uh, dividends of foreign corporations owned by U.S. entities as opposed to the way they're doing it now.
2: Okay, so, you know, a couple of days ago last week, uh, we in Canada uh, were getting uh, news about our tax reform again. Our know, tax
1: reform. Uh, our tax
2: reform seems to have been going on only for six months, but it's been six months of irritation.
1: Well, it's been quite the irritation uh, because of the timing of all of this stuff. The, the, the first batch of that stuff came out on July 18th, if memory serves. Now, that's near the holidays for most people. So people got it. People were upset. You know, it's like, really? They're putting this out now? And there was tons of legislation, tons of stuff to look at. No, Not too many answers. The whole the whole rationale and genesis uh, of the, the, the Canadian tax reform, let's call it, is the fact that that they saw a lot of professionals splitting income from corporations with family members, with their wives, with their kids, and sometimes their wives and kids didn't even know where the business was. So really, is that fair? No, that's not fair. But unfortunately, the way they cure their perceived unfairness is they take a hammer to it as opposed to taking a better approach and looking at something a little bit more rationally. So that created the biggest uproar in my tax career and every professional entity uh every accounting firm wrote to uh to 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 minister morno and they were very distraught very upset with the way things worked and they effectively moved backwards and they decided to change certain things because certain things are really unfair or you know That income splitting part, they want to to make sure that you don't all of a sudden put your child as a shareholder in a corporation and pay him a dividend when he doesn't even know where the place is in order so you can pay for his college education. He'll pay no tax at the end of the day, and that's a great thing if you can do it, but it's not fair.
0: You're listening to Dollars and Cents right now with Arnie Zweig. My name is Kelly Alexander, and uh, we've been talking to Arnie Furt, who is a tax partner with Fuller Landau, and, of course, Arnie, Arnie Zweig, a Senior Wealth Advisor, Director of Wealth Management um, at ZetaFinancial.ca is the website. We have much more coming up. Uh, we're going to actually speak to Vikas Gautam who is CEO of Brilla Sun Life Asset Management from Dubai. We have him back on the line, so that's all coming up. But right now it's 7.15. Time to head off to the CJD Traffic Center, and this is Curious. You're listening
2: to Money Matters on CJAD 800.
0: Thank you so much for joining us on the show. It's your host, Kelly Alexander, alongside Arnie Zweg, Senior Wealth Advisor, Director of Wealth Management with Scotia Wealth. And we're very excited to welcome to the program, all the way from Dubai, Vikas Gautam, CEO of Brilla Sun Life Asset Management. Vikas, I understand it's like four in the morning right now? Yep. How's that going? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, it's pretty good. See,
2: I guess you really like me for doing this, and I appreciate that. Uh yeah, I Ani, mean, how are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm well. So uh, we only have a couple minutes, and I just wanted yeah. to touch base uh, on a couple of quick things. So there's a new buzzword in India, and that buzzword is seaplanes, I understand. Yeah. So what's the story? Uh, I, You know, when I was there, I saw a lot of gridlock and a lot of construction of uh, roadways, etc. What's with the seaplanes?
3: Yeah. So uh, as you would have seen when you were there, uh, all these things, what uh, our country has done and our government has done is effect utilization of uh, uh, all the channels of uh, transport. So as you are aware that uh, we are a country which has got a lot of rivers and lakes. So uh, that is uh, the new mode of transport uh, that is being proposed uh, to be used. And as a starting point, it was uh, recently used by our Prime Minister during uh, one of the state election campaigns to travel from one city to uh, another. So uh, you would see a lot more of this uh, in India. And as like the Western world, as well as your part of the world, uh, India will also see uh, sea planes uh, being used as a mode of transport going forward.
2: Cool. It, it, you know, I, th- I think it's uh, get some more uh, transportation moving goods to uh, less uh, populated uh, areas or areas that are more difficult to get trucks to. It's a it's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. The yeah. Th- the other thing, uh, you know, when you were in town last week, we we're talking about uh, solar power and how India is actually uh, getting away from coal fired power stations. Uh, normally, people de- use coal power uh, because of price points. But solar seems to be uh, kicking in.
3: Yeah. So if you see, uh, over two and a half, three years, India has put a lot of thrust on uh, alternate energy. And within alternate space, solar is the major thrust in India. And uh, we are leading this initiative across the world. Uh, As of right now, if you see, uh, almost uh, 95-96% of our energy is coming to the conventional way. But we have a very ambitious plan that going forward over a period of next uh, uh, three to four years, uh, solar uh, and other forms of renewable energy would be a biggest uh, contributor uh, towards the overall energy production in the country. And in addition to this, uh, uh, looking at the environment, and looking at the cost-efficient uh, way of uh, fuel, uh, India is also moving ahead towards uh, shifting from uh, a conventional petrol and diesel vehicles uh, to electric vehicles. And uh, there is a, a vision of the government uh, that by 2030, most of the vehicles on the road uh, should be electric.
2: So uh, when I go back uh, next uh, November, I expect to start seeing some uh, progress. In the last minute or so, I just wanted to touch base on what would happen. There's a lot of fear if the uh, Modi uh, uh, government uh, would not uh, earn a majority uh, next time they go to the electorate. Um, But you you were saying that's not as great a concern.
3: So if you see, they have been in power for about three and a half years at the uh, central government. And uh, post that, they have seen several states going in for election. And they have been uh, taking charge of most of those states. We recently got uh, results of uh, two states on uh, Tuesday and uh, they uh, won both the states, they are forming the government. This is the first time that the ruling party at the center is controlling the government in the 19 states out of 29 in the country. Uh, in past, it was uh, maximum 18 states uh, by one of the earlier governments. But uh, coming back to your point of whether this government is in power or not, uh, that uh, does not change the structural foundation because what they have done over the last and a half years successfully is that they have changed the structural foundation of our country the kind of reforms they have uh, been able to implement over last 24 months is just remarkable on a global footprint and uh, it has just changed the character of the country so whether this particular government is there in power or uh, not but the reforms foundation which has been laid will continue uh, uh, to go the only thing that it can uh, uh, have an impact is The pace of uh, execution, the pace of implementation could slow down a bit for uh, some time, and uh, that could be a couple of quarters. But apart from that, uh, we don't see any other uh, negative impact uh, uh, growth path.
2: So it's it's great to hear that that would be irreversible, and I'm going to tell you it's now time to go back to bed.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> thank you so much.
0: Vickis, thank you so thank much, you. Uh, and uh, Merry Christmas, uh, early, I hope. Thank you. <laughs> and Happy thank New Year. Thank
3: you, and same to you all. Yeah. Thank you, and same to you all. Thank you, bye.
0: That is uh, Vickis Gautam again, CEO of Brilla Sun Life Asset Management, and you're listening to Money Matters with Arnie's Weg on CJAD.
2: This is Money Matters on CJAD 800.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. It's your host, Kelly Alexander, alongside Arnie Zweig, Senior Wealth Advisor, Director of Wealth Management with Scotia Wealth. And uh, you can find Arnie, by the way, at zffinancial.ca, and his office line is 514-287-3684, 514-287-3684. If you have any questions, Arnie is here until 8 o'clock at 514-790-0800 by phone and 514-800 by text. And we're also very fortunate tonight to be joined by Ernie Furt, who is a tax partner with Fuller Landau, and he's giving us all the lowdown. with tax implications. So, Arnie, where are we going now with Ernie?
2: So, um, Ernie, I I received an email. It could be a case study for, uh, you know, a tax planning course. It's uh, a a young uh, professional um, and uh, moved out of uh, the parent's house and into their own home with a partner and has a bunch of questions. So, question number one is what's the definition of common law and when do you have to um, you have to declare yourself as an individual versus as a couple
1: well if you're living in a conjugal relationship for at least 12 months or one one person is the parent of the child the child by birth or something like that you're common law so one year effectively more if you're living together more than one year in a conjugal relationship you're common law now you look at you, you look at that and say, Well, if I write down common law on my tax return, how does it help me or does it help me? And in Quebec, it really doesn't help you because there's a lot of credits like medical that's aggregated by couple. Okay. So in Quebec, there's no net income limitation threshold on medical. So they add the two net incomes of the couple together and they then they take their 3% of net income so it kind of penalizes you there on the federal side they take the lower of the two and there and they, they limit that in in that regard so it it is a bit of an advantage there and there's a couple more credits that are also income driven uh by uh, by the couple another interesting thing that could happen is god forbid you're in a common law relationship and you haven't st- You haven't put it on your tax return. You've been doing it for 25 years, and one of the spouses dies. How are you going to get the QPP death benefit that's payable to a spouse or a common-law partner? Your income tax return doesn't indicate that. You're going to have to sit back, amend a whole bunch of income tax returns, and speak to the the RRQ in order to get this benefit. So think about this. Okay, and... At what
2: point is it uh, beneficial to um, separate yourself from
1: your parents as a tax uh, planning? When you're no longer dependent. You know, you, you're you not filing on their tax return. You're filing your own tax return. You have a summer job. You have your own tax return. You may have some tuition that you could transfer to your parents or, or not necessarily because you can carry forward tuition too. And if you're already in your first year of work you're not much of a dependent to your parents you could still be living at home but your parents are not getting any benefit really of uh, of you being there
2: okay and if you um live most of the year at your parents house and then towards the end of the year you move out at what point do you are you able
1: to deduct everything as yourself? Well, you'll deduct everything as yourself anyways, but you're going to give the address to the government. As soon as you move out of the house or change addresses, you should contact Revenue Quebec, Revenue Canada, uh, or CRA, and give them your new addresses so they can send you stuff and send you bills if, in the event that, uh, and notices of assessment and thing, good things like that. Uh, and you'll be filing the tax return using that new address, but the tax return essentially will be the same.
2: I, I seem to recall in the days years gone by, I don't know if it's uh, still, but it the question is, what is your address on
1: December 31st? Well, usually the address on December 31st determines residency. So consequently, I could be living in Quebec for the entire year, decide that I want to move to Alberta, and I actually physically move to Alberta in December. I am going to pay taxes as an Alberta resident, at the end of the year so all my Quebec tax deductions I'm not gonna get I, I have paid my Quebec tax I take that Quebec tax I aggregate it with my federal tax and I pay Alberta tax which is a little bit lower it's, that rate has been creeping up over the past few years but people have done that but you actually have to physically move a lot of people
2: take um, uh, home uh, buyer's plan uh, deduction of their RSP
1: so that they can help pay their down payment well that's a very interesting thing to do because if you're a couple, you each can take up to twenty-five grand from your RSP, assuming it's there.
2: Sorry, they don't have to be a common law couple; they can just be two individuals. I don't
1: that I'm not sure about. Okay, I I haven't checked that, but for a common law couple, for example, you can each take, or a married couple, you can each take twenty-five thousand from your RSP, and put it as a down payment together with anything else that you have and that's repaid over 15 years and and the idea is to actually repay it well you want to replenish your RRSP, and that's the way of doing it you know you could alternatively if you don't replenish your rsp that one fifteenth uh, of that amount that you that you take is added to your income every year
2: so the only person that wouldn't repay it to continue to have the uh, tax advantage growth or tax deferred growth would be somebody who has virtually no taxable income in Correct. a particular year.
1: Correct. You know, all of a sudden you lose your job and then you, you can take in more than one fifteenth if you so decide you, you know, you're working with your tax professional, your tax professionals says, Hey, you had no income this year. You know, there's, we can take in some, RR, some RSP at a very low rate, which is a good idea.
2: Okay, and for the first time, home buyer, is there specific credits?
1: There's a there, there's a nice credit, you know, uh, uh, for federal only, which is uh, five thousand, if memory serves, and that five thousand dollars is not a deduction of five thousand. It's not a gift to you of five thousand. It's a credit, which is five thousand times the credit rate, which is fifteen percent.
2: So that means you're really saving four hundred and fifty dollars, or a,
1: getting a refund, yeah, more or less. It.
2: Okay um and
1: tuition credits tuition credits are there they're changing this year uh quebec changed a few years this back. year
2: being 17 17 or 17 okay.
1: pardon we're, we're still in this year right right you're right, right, okay. you're right. Uh, sorry. i'm so sorry I, i'm so anxious to get into next year because the t- t- tuition credit you're you're getting that tuition credit whatever you pay for tuition whether it be here or whether it be in the states and before you used to get education amounts and amounts for books on top of that that they're turfing it's gone this year so your your credit now because i have a, a son in university right now you're looking at about 23 2400 a semester more or less if you're here in quebec other places are higher uh, there's special forms if you happen to be in the states, so you need a, a another type of tuition form. There, your tuition is uh, a lot higher, and you could deduct that. And you can transfer, uh, you can transfer some to your uh, to your parent too, if you if you can
0: much more coming up with both Arnie and Ernie you guys should have like a like it's a the duet. Arnie and Ernie show it's true <laughs> It's true. you should Cue get music. matching badges and t-shirts uh, so much more coming up with both Arnie and Ernie if you have any questions again they're both here until 8 o'clock at 514-790-0800 by phone and five one four eight hundred 800 by text we'd love your first name in the text and again don't forget if you'd like to reach out to Arnie's Weg again Senior Wealth Advisor Director of Wealth Management with Scotia Wealth you can do so on his website ZF Financial and of course, his office number is 514 287 3684. My name is Kelly Alexander. We're coming up on 745. So let's see how the roads are doing uh, on a Wednesday night here in Montreal. Let's head off to the CJD Traffic Center and Curie Yeager.
2: This is Money Matters on CJAD
0: 800. 749, minus eight right now in downtown Montreal. A little bit worse with the wind chill, minus 15. It's your host, Kelly Alexander, alongside Arnie Zwig, Senior Wealth Advisor, Director Wealth Management with Scotia Wealth. Uh, and you can reach out to uh, Arnie, by the way, at his office, 514 287 3684, the website zffinancial.ca. And our special guest this soir is uh, Ernie Furt, Tax Partner with Fuller Landau. Arnie, where are we going with Ernie?
2: Oh, <laughs> We have one more question for the uh, for the new home buyer. Sure, Um, a tax credit from Quebec on renovations isn't there something out there?
1: There's definitely something out there. This is a very interesting credit, but you have to have eco friendly renovations. They have to be uh, the contract has to be entered into before April first, twenty eighteen, and it has to be paid by January first, twenty nineteen. The maximum amount of the credit is ten grand. And that's actually a credit. That's $10,000 in money. Real money. Real money. But it takes $52,500 of renovations to get there. Okay. It's at a 20% rate, and the first $2,500 you don't get a credit on. So they're talking about serious, serious renovations. Um, the contractor who you use has to be registered for GST, QST. He has to be RBQ certified, Regie des Bâtiments de Québec. And some of the expenses, there's a lot of details on the Quebec website, but some of the good stuff that people commonly do, because people aren't going to install green roofs and white roofs, because I don't even know what that is. I, well, I do, <laughs> but in, in reality, most people don't. But they do know what insulation is. They insulate the roof, their exterior walls, that uh, exposed floors, that kind of stuff counts, to, to redo their doors and windows with Energy Star doors and windows. Normal people do that all the time. A furnace qualifies, a new furnace. People need it. It's getting cold. We need a furnace. Mm -hmm. And in the summer, what do we need? AC. AC. AC qualifies also. So you have to just make sure that it qualifies. Take a look at it. Speak to your contractor. And the contractor, if they're a good contractor, they'll tell you exactly what qualifies.
2: Now let's move on. We've got uh, a few minutes and uh, a week and a half until the year-end uh, date comes, December 31st. So my God,
1: what should we do between what now should, and the year-end? <laughs> so,
2: so what you should do is plan January 2nd to plan for 2018 properly and not panic in the last week.
1: It's not a question of panicking. You know, p- p- people are organized to a great extent. There's certain things that they can do. They have to. T- they have to talk to somebody like you. And take a look at their portfolio, see how much capital gains they realized during the year, and maybe they want to sell off some losers. So, you know, so get a capital loss against it and don't pay the tax on the capital gain. Those things have to be sold by December 27th, if I. Yeah, th- correct. it
2: used to be mismatched between Canada and the US, and but now, it's, th- now it's matched because of settlement date changes.
1: Exactly. Just watch the buybacks of those stocks, and you don't do it within 30 days uh, if you're going to buy those losers back. Sometimes you want to buy those losers back, sometimes you don't. Um, If you're going to withdraw, if you need money, you need money for Christmas, don't take it out of your RRSP right now. Hopefully you have a TFSA and you could take the money out of the TFSA because January 1st, if you take it out of the TFSA, that room refreshes. If you take your money out of your RRSP, you're going to pay tax on it. So if you need to take money out of your RRSP, take it out in January, not now. Okay?
2: So you defer the tax in next year. So you defer the tax the next months. year.
1: Pay your investment expenses now. Make your donations, charitable donations, donations of shares, whatever you want to do. If you can get an appointment with your dentist in this (laughs) last week, or if you need glasses and you can get them this week, do it, you know, because those are deductible medical expenses. Pay your alimony. If you have shareholder loans in the corporation, pay them by December 31st or the year end of the corporation. Uh, Purchase business assets. Canada, it's okay to purchase business assets. If I purchase a new computer now and my year end is December 31st, say a lot of corporations have December year ends, then I can depreciate it. So for an extra for a week, you end up getting a year's worth of depreciation. Bingo, half year actually. Half year. For 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 most for, for most cases, it's a half-year rule. And there's other things that businesses normally do at this time of year. The the old-fashioned Christmas bonus. Okay. If you're gonna do a Christmas bonus, you can get an exemption of up to five hundred dollars in a Christmas bonus. However, it has to be in stuff. It cannot be in uh, cash. So you have to go buy that really, really big turkey or that uh, or, or other gifts. You want to buy a, you, you want to buy one of your employees a television set that cost four hundred and fifty bucks. No problem. But you can't give 450 bucks. But you can't give 450 bucks, nor can you give a gift card for 450 bucks to go buy your own TV. That'll work for Quebec, but it won't work for federal. So don't be lazy. Go out and buy that TV for your employee. And make sure they have a
2: good exchange policy. (laughs) Let's
1: not talk about that kind of stuff.
0: We actually had a text come in, guys, uh, to five one four hundred, saying, does geothermal heating count? Do you know if that works, Ernie.
1: I am not sure, but the Quebec website will answer that question. All you have to do is type in "renovair credit." Okay. R e n o v e r t credit, and it'll give you uh, all the details on the credit and what qualifies. There's a massive list of things.
0: Okay, perfect. Arnie, you've got like a minute and a bit. What do you want to end off with?
1: How about organizing
2: for next year? Or, or you know, we. It doesn't take much to organize uh, for. Your to keep your uh, your files in order mm-hmm. to keep your receipts in order. Ernie, do you have any quick uh, pointers? Or are people still showing up with shoe boxes <laughs> of paper? Well, people show up. Besides with shoe boxes. Kelly, <laughs> people, sh- people show
1: up with shoe boxes. We weigh those shoe boxes and determine. You know, we charge by the pound. You know, so.
2: <laughs> sort of like on uh, vrac. <laughs> That's
1: right. That's right. You know, a lot of a lot of receipts come in by email so we're not necessarily as organized as we would have been before when we had that shoebox aside saying mm-hmm. tax stuff for accountant we'd shove everything in that box we haven't didn't open an envelope people put stuff in there inclusive of checks that they didn't <laughs> open up and i've seen that trust me uh but now we get stuff by email so have little folders for your medical expenses in 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 your in your computer mm-hmm. and shove all those virtual receipts there smart one for donations, one for medical, you know, tuition receipts, RSPs, whatever it is. Just get them there.
2: Perfect. And on that, I think we'll just wish our listeners a Merry Christmas, a happy, healthy, and prosperous New Year. Yes. Same to
0: you. Ernie, thank you so much for joining thank us tonight. It was tonight. a pleasure. Always happy to have you in here. That's Ernie Furt, again, tax partner uh, with Fuller Landau. And Ernie, uh, be safe in Costa Rica, please. I
2: promise. Don't forget to come back. I promise. Because we've got
0: you uh, first or second week, I believe, back in January. That's right. right. We're
2: going to spend some time together in January.
0: Perfect. So if you'd like to reach out to Arnie, um, not at Christmas, but he's, <laughs> he's there for the next couple of days. Uh, Arnie's Zweig, Senior Wealth Advisor, Director of Wealth Management with Scotia Wealth. Uh, his website, zffinancial.ca. That is Z at ffinancial.ca. And his office number is 514-287-3684, 514-287-3684. My thanks to Dave Simon for pushing all the right buttons. My name is Kelly Alexander. And coming up after the news, it's The Nightside with John Pohl on CJAD. The preceding is a paid presentation by Arnold Zweig of Scotia McLeod. The opinions expressed are provided for general information purposes only and should not be construed as advice from CJAD 800 or Bell Media. Listeners should always consult their own financial advisor with questions or concerns.